welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons, I'm the CEO of Qualitense, and we are continuing our journey, our adventure into the world of Lean Startup. And today, we're going to talk about the Build, Measure, Learn loop. Yes, it's going to get pretty loopy, and it's really important to get into this idea of the loop that is inside of the Lean Startup, because You know, if you think about a completed product that's shiny, polished, it's been through all sorts of prototyping, MVP, it's the full deal. And if you actually look at it, it's actually, you can break it down into literally hundreds of small little tests that have been done since day one. And the power of this loop is that if you learn each time you build something, you measure it, actually, you know what? The product gets better. Uh, you de-risk uh, mistakes, you don't make assumptions, you start to shift from guessing to knowing, you're more confident, you have more insight. And, you know, at the heart of this is the opportunity to um, really enjoy the process because, it, let's be honest, building a product is very, very complex. So together on this episode of the Bottom Up Skills Podcast, let's decode this scientific method that's behind it all. And let's see how we can continually test hypotheses and, you know, really embrace data uh, in the use of these little kind of experiments, you could call them, so that we can really uh, be onto a good thing to know what users desire, what's technically feasible. And honestly, let's make sure that we've got a viable business offering too. This is all at the heart of the build, measure, learn loop. Okay. So let's think about um, this loop. This loop is something that you could do uh, from everything to some of the core functionality inside the app to the name of the service. Everything, you can build something, put it through some sort of test with users. That's, That's really, really important. Then you say, okay, let's look at the data and ask, what did we learn? And then once we've worked out what we've learned, we can then start to inform our next decision. So this is the build, measure, learn loop. And you just keep doing this. And I think a great signal inside of any product team is how much they're learning. So they don't have to hit the home run from day one, but you can be really sure they'll get there if they're learning. And so using this loop is the key tool to do it. So you got to start with, you know, obviously a fundamentally good idea. And then you've got to structure that into a hypothesis. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to do that in a second. And then you've got to go, okay, let's work out um, how we're going to measure it. You collect some data after you've tested it. Now, it's really important that you always test with users. Um, Don't test with yourselves as product owner because you're going to be full of bias. You've got to really, uh, really test with real users. And then you're going to have to make some, some decisions based on the data and you know, challenge yourselves about what you've learned. Um, ask yourself, do we, you know, revise? Do we stop? Do we persevere? Do we pivot? There's all sorts of um, ideas here. Now, here's the thing. You can do that with each uh, core feature, each uh, user story, uh, or you can start to zoom out and apply this to the business itself. And so you can see some really significant pivots uh, have happened from businesses that end up winning 
providing a, a, a service that was looks nothing like where they started because they used this loop and they kept learning all the time and actually they abandoned their early ideas. In fact, most successful startups end up succeeding in an idea or a version of the product that is radically different to where they started. So it shows you how much learning is really crucial because we often don't really start with the best ideas, even though no matter how good and no matter how talented we are, in fact, sometimes we've got some pretty rotten ideas. But actually, if you use this loop, you can look at your, whether it's a logo idea, product idea, or venture idea, just look at it as a starting point. And if you continue to learn, you should get incrementally better. Now, there's a lot inside of this loop, and I want to focus on something that's going to come back a lot in this series, which is like, what's the hypothesis? And I really like this because it just helps me simply structure a product idea and its proposition to the customer and to the user. And inside of this hypothesis can be certain parts, uh, elements or aspects of the product or service that we can test and will change a lot. And I'm just going to take you through uh, what this might look like so you can get a good sense of, okay, I know there's a loop. I know we're going to build we're going to measure, we're going to learn, but I'm going to give you um, the structure of a, of a venture hypothesis so you can start to wrap your mind around it. So this is an example of or a structure or template that you could use yourself. So I want you to imagine this is a venture hypothesis, uh, a business idea, uh, a product idea, and here we go. A certain persona exists and they have a certain problem scenario situation. And currently they're using certain alternatives to kind of get this job done. But if we offer our target value proposition, our solution, right, then we'll observe success through key metrics such as onboarding engagement, etc. So this would be basically your idea in a nutshell. And let's just break it down and see what is inside of the hypothesis and see how we could break this apart and test it. So the first thing you'll notice I mentioned is a certain persona exists. This said differently, a certain customer, a certain customer segment exists. Well, that's something that be, can be tested because you're going to want to go for, uh, let's say, health-obsessed 40-year-old men. Let's just say uh, that's your persona. Well, you need to go out and actually validate that th there are a lot of health-obsessed 40-plus men in the world. And then you'd have to um, go to the next part of your hypothesis, and they have a certain problem. Okay, so you can go and test the problem. So you can do a lot of uh, very um, simple interviews and surveys to actually qualify, does this problem exist? Is it the biggest problem? And is it a problem that they really want to solve and therefore would be prepared to pay for? So this problem scenario is the next part of your hypothesis that you can test. And again, this is remember, this is all inside the loop. You're going to build, measure, learn. Each one of these things, you build something, you actually measure and test it with the user, ask yourself what you've learned, and then that informs what you build next. But we're not done with the hypothesis because you, you'll remember that the third part after we say a certain persona exists and they have these problems, 
We then say currently they are using these alternatives. And in here are lots of clues to either what you should do, what you could do better than what's currently on offer, or you might have to go radically beyond because they're currently meeting the needs of users. So understanding how people get the job done today, even if it's far from perfect, really essential as part of your hypothesis and really, really crucial to go into test, to learn, um, put it through that loop. And then you say, if we offer our value proposition, what's, what's going to relieve their pain? What's going to create their gains? This is our hypothesis. Now you can test this solution. And in particular, I really encourage you to test your value proposition across all the things we discussed earlier, whether it's surveys, interviews, uh, prototypes, uh, product ideas, whatever it is, make sure you test it and make sure if you actually do test it, does it get the job done? Would they be prepared to advocate for you to share it with others? And we'll talk about viral coefficients and all that good stuff later on in this series, but really test your value proposition. Now, if you are doing these things, so you're dealing with a certain persona, you know they've got a problem, they're currently using alternatives and you're providing this new solution, then we'll observe success through these metrics. So this is a really core lockup of your build, measure, learn hypothesis. This is a core lockup of the loop that you're continually testing because there's a lot of things here that can go up and down, left and right. And that last one, that was the metrics. Maybe it's how you're acquiring customers, how you're onboarding them into the system, how they're uh, going through the process. Are, they, are you retaining them? Are you getting revenue from them? Are you getting recommendations from them? And there's more of that that we're going to get into in this series. So this is at the core of the loop. You're continually building, measuring, and learning in this loop to make sure you're building the right product, to make sure you're building a product worth building. And that's really the, the secret to Lean Startup. Don't guess, learn, know, understand, validate what you're building. And this build, measure, learn loop, this is really the engine of how you build a great lean startup. So if you're interested in uh, finding out more about lean startup, head over to bottomup.io where you can get masterclasses on lean, agile design thinking, all things product and innovation. And everything there is free. So just sign up and you can download decks and go really, really deep into the idea of building a product that people really love, building a business, building a venture, a community, whatever mission you're on, you'll find all the best product skills at bottomup.io. Well, that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into the Lean Startup here on the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. That's a wrap.